Morning prayer begins on page 3. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Gather the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 19, <coughs> excuse me, Psalm 19 is on page 363, and Psalm 24 on page 368. Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another. There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them. Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words into the ends of the world. In them hath he sent a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a giant to run his course. It goeth forth from the uttermost part of the heaven, and runneth about unto it the end of it again, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is an undefiled law, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can tell how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from my secret faults. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me so shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be alway acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Psalm 24 and 368 The earth is the Lord's and all that therein is, 
the compass of the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the book of Micah. Hear now what the Lord says. Arise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, O you mountains, the Lord's complaint, and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a complaint against his people and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? And how have I wearied you? Testify against me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, I redeemed you from the house of bondage, and I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O my people, remember now what Balak king of Moab counseled and what Balaam the son of Baor answered him. From Acacia Grove to Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Benedictus S on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed, <clears throat> blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the fourth chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which thou dost promise. Make us to love that which thou dost command, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Fourteenth Sunday in Trinity. It's uh, moving along here, this, this season of Trinity. Um, our passages this morning, uh, they've kind of flow together. It seems like almost like three little mountain streams coming together and to make form the beginnings of a river. So it starts in Psalm 19. We read about God, that the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, and that the testimony of the Lord is sure, making us wise and simple, and that the statutes or the commands of the Lord are right, rejoicing our hearts. The commandment of the Lord's are pure, enlightening the eyes, and the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. His judgments are true and righteous altogether, and they're to be more, the, more desired than gold. Um, uh, sweeter also are they than honey and honeycomb. And it concludes with a familiar um, sentence of scripture that we, we hear regularly because it's one of our um, sentences we use before service. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable, always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So then we get into Psalm 24, and it teaches us that the king of glory allows those, uh, allows people, some people to ascend into the hill of the Lord. And so who can stand in his holy place? And it's the person who has clean hands and pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. And of course, that comes as we, as we repent and walk with him. And as we move into the prophet um, Micah, he starts off by explaining what God has done for his people, bringing the history. Uh, so sometimes uh, remembrance is very, very important. So when we remember what God has done, it's easier to trust him for what he will do. So he brought them up out of the land of Egypt and, re and took them out of the house of sin. And what he wants from them that is that they know his righteousness. And that, that's his goal. And then he tells us what our duty. 
is at the end of that chapter. He says, or passage, he has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Um, three things, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. So then we move into more specific instructions from St. Paul. Remember, I said this all flowed together here. And the first thing St. Paul opens up with is rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, be anxious for nothing. And what I love about Paul when he says be anxious for nothing, because um, I've learned that you can't just make anxiety go away with with a, a wave of the hand. It's, it's a process. And uh, as a psychologist, there's a process, but Paul nails the process um, right away. He says, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, uh, let your requests be made known to God. <clears throat> so, um, Paul, I love this about Paul. He'll say, do this or don't do this. But he'll say, instead, do this. And so he gives us the, the answer. And then we pray in the um, prayer for trustfulness that the most loving Father um, will us to give thanks in all things. And then he says something that always helps me in dealing with anxiety, to dread nothing but the loss of thee. And um, then, he, then we pray that he delivers us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties. But that's a big thing. And, and it comes up enough. <clears throat> Excuse me. It comes up enough for me to think that anxiety is a problem for uh, people of God when we start worrying about things for ourselves. And then Paul kind of sums it up in verse eight. He says, "Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things." So when we're dealing with anxiety in, in uh, in a therapy session, a lot of times we call it, we do what we call stop thought stopping, and uh, that's where we stop that thought, and then we we think of something else. And so uh, Paul's just given us you know a whole list of kind of things to think so think on. So as we begin this 14th week of Trinity, we have a goal of obtaining the promises of God and uh, practicing love of God's ways, as we said in the invitation. Um, to confession each week, following the command, following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in His ways. So, with that, um, I'd like to turn back to the prayer for all conditions of men on page eighteen. Excuse me. You know what? We end on su on Sunday mornings with the prayer of Sunday morning, so we'll do that anyway. I forgot about it being Sunday morning that way. Um, so we'll end with that, and then if we do that because we move uh, directly into communion, is our is the plan. So. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, thou save us this day, such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, everyone, for joining me this morning. Uh, Good start, hopefully, to the 14th week of Trinity. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>